0: If you dare. Guys in the desert with Stormy Bon and Tony on V the Sports Betting Network.
4: Hi, everybody. Welcome into VSIN the Sports Betting Network. Stormy Bon and Tony with you for the next hour, live from downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. This is my guys in the desert. Got a great Guest list on tap today. Dan Leach, host of the award winning Detroit City Cast, going to join us for the first half hour, fresh off his EDC Las Vegas weekend. We'll also hear from Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst for DraftKings on the evening slate of games still upcoming, and Dwayne Colucci of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook breakdown. All things that are going on from the money side with the NBA postseason, and he has great takes on the NHL, so talk a little stick and puck with him at the end of the hour. But let's start things off right, diving into the updates and odds you need to know that affect us as betters in our top five. Number one, the 30 to $50,000 bet at Caesars for the Mavs to make the NBA Finals remains alive another day. Dallas beat the Golden State Warriors last night, 119-109 to win and cover as a one-point favorite at home. Total goes over. Over 215 and a half, Luka Doncic refusing to see his team swept. He dropped 30 points, 14 rebounds, and nine assists, cashing that points, rebounds, and assists prop for us. Thank you kindly. The Mavs finally saw the shots fall as well as a team. 20 of 43 from three point land. They led by as many as 29. Still a tall task ahead though considering just three teams in NBA history have gone down three games to none and eventually forced the game seven. None have won with the series shifting back to the bay for game five. Golden State a seven point favorite back on home court total two fifteen and a half. and a half. Number two as we shift our attention to the Eastern Conference, the Boston Miami series is back in South Beach in what is now a best of three. The Celtics tied the series Monday with a one sided win at home in game four. And despite all the blowouts we've seen in this series, Maybe the most intense battle has been among its media members with reports from Boston media today that some Miami Heat players remained in Boston, having tested positive with COVID-19. Those reports were then disputed. The two staffers tested positive, but all the players made the trip to Miami. All we do know right now is that we have a lot of question marks on both the injury and illness front. As of now, no one has been listed out due to COVID, but questionable designations on key players like Tyler Hero and Marcus Smart, who both missed game four. Uh, as well as Robert Williams. The Celtics are currently a two and a half point road favorite, up a point from yesterday, totaled 204. Number three, the Rangers have come back to even their series with the Carolina Hurricanes 2 2 from down 2 0 in the series. The Rangers evened the set, claiming back to back W's at Madison Square Garden. The 4 1 win last night, staying under the five and a half as well. Cash, the no goal first 10, but a bad beat for first period under one and a half. A pair of Rangers power play goals. Score against the Leafs best penalty kill, but what can you do? For Carolina, they have been a different team on the road than they have at home. Listen to this goal differential inside PNC Arena this postseason. 6-0 6-0 with a plus-15 goal differential on the road, 0-5 and a minus-13. The Hurricanes remain the series' favorite, but that number has shrunk to minus-145. Number four, the Oilers have gone from a series underdog to now one game away from a conference final appearance. Edmonton took a commanding three games to one series lead over the Calgary Flames with Tuesday's 5-3 win cover in the puck line, cashing a third over in four games. They even survived a third-period game-time Game tying score that was shot from behind Calgary's blue line a a beyond fluky goal. Mike Smith said he just lost the puck. Connor McDavid has 25 points in 11 games. Leon Draisaitl catching up with 22, seven of which have come in just the last two games. The Oilers are a plus 130 dog in the Saddle Dome tomorrow as they attempt to close out the series in Calgary, but are a minus 600 favorite now. be the team that advances and last one here we've got just one game tonight in the nhl postseason but it is a big one abs blues with st louis on the brink of elimination colorado back at home as a big minus 260 favorite looking to advance to the conference finals themselves for the first time in two decades total six and a half since Blues netminder Jordan Bennington went down with an injury early in Game Three, the Abs have outscored St. Louis 11 to four. Money to be had, though. If you think the Blues can extend the set, they're plus 210 dog tonight. Plus 370 price for the series to go six games. By 50 for seven. And if you think St. Louis is going to win in seven, 15 to one. Lock it in if you're feeling bold. I am not. Um, but I am excited to welcome in our first guest here today, Dan Leach of the Detroit City Cast, award-winning, as I said earlier. Uh, how was your weekend, first and foremost, in Vegas?
5: Well, you're award-winning as well, and you ditched me again. I invited you to like 16 different things, but it was quite, inc- well, it started with you guys giving me my special birthday present balloon last week. So that was very emotional, it meant a lot to me, but no. It was uh, all I could have hoped for and more. I never, I'm a big electronic dance music fan. I've been for years. We have a huge fest collection this weekend called Movement in Detroit, which has been around for 20 plus years. So I've always been into it. Techno was founded here in Detroit with the Belleville Three, Kevin Saunders and Derek May and Juan Atkins. So I'd never been to EDC Vegas. And I got to tell you, Stormy, I know I'm sure you've seen videos and pictures, and, but my social media was filled with them. It was so much more than I could have hoped for. It was it was all about love and the world coming together and winning tons of sportsmen at the same time.
4: Good. I'm so glad that you had a good experience here. I'm sad that I missed you, but as I told you, I am an elderly person trapped in a 29-year-old Pretty body. Much. I don't even think I changed my clothes from Saturday to Sunday, if I'm being honest with you. I was just on the couch, chilling. That is your girl. Well, um, I told
5: you next time we'll <laughs> do dinner at like 4 p.m. It'll be perfect.
4: There we go. That's what we have to do. I, I'm telling you, it works for me. Tim Murray, too, we'll all get together. Um, let's talk a little <laughs> basketball here, though, real quickly, um, especially with all of the stuff that's What's going on today in the media with the Heat and Celtics? Like, who knows what's happening with COVID? Could be nothing. Could be a few players on the Heat side. We don't know. What we do know is that the line is currently Boston minus 2.5. As your approach as a handicapper, as a better, are you staying off of this until things are finalized? Maybe a live bet approach, or do you have something in pocket?
5: Yeah, what I know is I'm staying the hell away from this yeah. game. And and you mentioned in your top five stories, the media are fighting with each other. I mean, this, this series has been, no one knows what the heck's going to happen in this series and you look at the line Celts minus three with mean, the Celtics I, I still think are the better team even I, we've talked about this many times on your show Stormy Miami is probably the most disrespected one seed in recent NBA history in either conference so I mean you, you definitely you know fade them at your own peril but that being said with all the different issues with possible injuries and is there COVID is there not COVID I was talking with great Steffleton your fine producer about props tonight I hate all the props I'm just going to stay away <laughs> as you mentioned attention. You, and this is rare because I'm a degenerate so I don't really love a lot of things. Uh, I look at this game as definitely a live betting type of situation. Let's say you know you figure out what the injuries are and it's not as bad as people thought it was going to be or vice versa. You know, you look at what's going to happen with the Heat maybe being up big early and getting the Celts at a lot of points or vice versa in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't like the total. I don't like the money line. I don't like the spread. It is, And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to bet on every game. You don't want to bet on every game. But it is the Eastern Conference Finals. So yeah. normally I would want to have a plan. something here tonight so far nothing for me
4: yeah something that I, I know betters don't like to hear but I think is always important advice is sometimes the bet you don't make is the best bet yeah. that you can um but let's try to dive into a couple of angles here specifically Jimmy Butler and his importance we saw how much that need did affect him in the last game he wasn't his usual self and I, I feel like this is a heat team that that goes with whatever he had for breakfast that day they go as he goes um what's your outlook if jimmy butler isn't his normal effective self that he'd have a chance in this series
5: no they don't and and you know we've talked about this before as well i mean you look at jimmy butler is such a factor you know is he Le- lebron in his prime no is he you know kevin duran is prime no but he's he's such a good metrically sound player and when you score six points in 27 minutes. And obviously, you mentioned the knee, obviously, was a problem. He's three of 14, though. 0 of two from downtown. He didn't have seven rebounds. Awesome. But it didn't matter because this game was a blowout. And if he is not able to be 80%, maybe even more than that, uh, based on you know what Struess has done and what Lowry has done and, or not done and out of bayou, obviously at times has been incredible, but at nine points in the game uh for loss. There's no chance. I mean, I, the, the heater, as I mentioned, one of the more disrespected one seeds. There's a reason they're in the conference finals. But they're there because of what Jimmy Butler's been able to do. Obviously, the supporting cast at as the coach. But if Jimmy Butler can't be a true plus player, I mean, he was net minus 30 in game number four, along with P.J. Tucker and, and and some others were in the, in the 30s. That's incredibly awful. And you're not going to win any game home or away uh, in that kind of a situation against a pretty good team. I mean, a very good team like the Celtics who obviously have had guys like Horford and smart mm-hmm. be injured and then come back. And now the, we don't know what's going on with some other guys right now. Uh, you can't really trust uh, the heat unless Jimmy Butler is 28 points, 10 rebounds and
4: dominating most of the game. And I think one of the more frustrating things, if you're a heat fan or if you've been a heat backer is the fact that Jimmy Butler and bam out have not had good games in the same game at all no. in this set. Um, so let's say it is the Celtics that advance on in this series, like I know many people expect them to do so. Also, likely playing the Golden State Warriors. How do you think they match up?
5: What do you mean, likely? It's only three to one. I mean, so are no you on Dallas? Come...
4: Are you with that 30 Absolutely to one, 50 k better? Okay, just had to no check. Chance. I, listen, you didn't I make a donation that... to the fund of Caesar's sports book? That wasn't you? I'm
5: <laughs> I just, if, they give me, if they give me free cop food, sure. Uh, by the way, did Caesar actually live in Caesar's Palace? I'll just tell you this. It's one of these things where no one's beaten Golden State. And I, I listen. I had the Mavs in Game Two and Three. They should have won Game Number Two or at least covered. And you know, thank God I gave them out yesterday on my show and I, on Vison with our guy Danny Burke. I said the Mavs will stave off elimination, but they're not going to win more than another game. The Golden State Warriors are just on another level. They're not the Warriors when they were going through their you know historic runs. What was it, six, seven years ago now, or maybe five, six years? It seems like it was longer. Uh, but they're they're ridiculous and no one's going to beat them I don't care mm-hmm. if Boston makes it or the Heat be, make it it could be a series like a, a six game series but no one is beating the Boston the Golden State Warriors I think the best chance would be Boston uh, but you know you got to give respect to Miami as well if they get there Golden State's on another level story it's not they're not losing this title Steph Curry is taking shots not even looking when he's shooting Clay Thompson's been incredible Draymond Green is annoying everybody uh, <laughs> Steve Kerr is getting emotional about you know gun issues everything's coming together for the Warriors.
4: Uh, Golden State a seven-point favorite in that game, total two fifteen and a half. And like you said, since Steve Kerr has taken over as head coach, Golden State has not lost an NBA series except for the NBA Finals. Dan, you are going to stick around with us. More to come with you. And just speaking to those words that Steve Kerr said, I appreciate you bringing some levity and positivity to our show in what is a very difficult time right now. Remember, everybody, that you can get this show as well as the Bet River CityCast Detroit anywhere, anytime, that you download your podcast, never miss a show, become a subscriber today. More My Guys with Dan on the other side.
0: At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
1: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonna and Tony on V the sports betting network.
4: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of City Casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are City Casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local City Cast wherever you get your podcasts. And we are so fortunate to be joined here on My Guys Today with Dan Leese. Leach, host of the Detroit CityCast. And Dan, you know I like to keep you on your toes with these bits, with these games. Today I'm coming to you for a long shot spotlight as you look at the odds board in college football. Yes, we're going college football right now. Is there a long shot for a conference title you think has some value on it early? Oh, well, first off, I love
5: us talking college football in May.
1: <laughs> uh,
5: it'll hopefully be here before we know it. And I have tons of long shots, but I kept it. I made one today because I mean, you know my Wolverines are eight to one to win the Big Ten after losing a lot of players. But I'm gonna go to the SEC. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know, uh, people that watch this show and people that love college football have seen the fireworks between my man Jimbo Fisher and the evil empire Nick Saban. And you know, Nick Saban saying he's buying his players, uh, you know, Jimbo Fisher coming out and just ripping Nick Saban, saying talk to people that have worked with him. I, the, the Aggies are 14 to 1 to win the SEC. They play Alabama. Zach Calzada is gonna be a great, you know, quarterback coming back from last year. He threw almost 2200 yards last year and 17 touchdowns. They had one of the best recruiting classes in recent history in college football, whether they bought the players or not. So yeah, I mean, obviously, Bama's the favorite to win the SEC, and Georgia's right there with the national title last year. I uh, beat my Wolverines and broke my heart in the Orange Bowl. But I'll tell you this, A&M's got a loaded team. And, and I think that Alabama, Texas a m game could be for a possible division title. So. I'm gonna go with the A&M Aggies 14 to one. You're not gonna get any better value than that during the off season. Because as things get closer to the, you know, the regular season and obviously training camp, especially early in the year if AM looks really good. That those odds are going to go way down. So fire up the Aggies, the 12th man for me. I love me Texas it, A&M.
4: That regular season meeting, we're going to see fireworks, and I am so excited for it. My long shot spotlight is in the ACC. Actually, I'm not looking at Clemson. I'm not looking at Miami with Mario Cristobal's first year at the U. Everybody's giving them a lot of hype. I'm looking to NC State and Dave Dorn squad at nine to one. I think the pack is a sleeper. I think this is arguably the best team that Dorn has had. They've got 17 starters coming back in 2022. The most of any team in the conference. Quarterback Devin Leary threw 35 touchdowns to five picks last year. They beat Clemson last year. I think they're gonna be undefeated going into that game with the Tigers again in October. I am ready for it. Give me NC State, my long shot. It's funny that we're picking long shots here that are still like, third and fourth on the odds board because the favorites in those conferences are just such big favorites. Um, Alright, Dan, let's turn our attention back to some other sports that are, uh, you know, currently in season. Shall we? Let's start with the PGA because we have the Charles Schwab Challenge coming up here in Fort Worth, Texas. Features some big names in the field and atop that leaderboard. Justin Thomas at 9-1, to Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, who just lost to JT in the play Off at the PGA Championship. I know that was a toughie, but what I hear rumor on the street is you're looking farther down the odds board. Give it to me. What do you got?
5: Well, way further down. And by the way, uh, you know, there's a reason that the Detroit City guests are award winning. And one of them is because I give out players like Zalatoris. I know he didn't win, but I did cash. I was able to cash out after that first playoff hole. I thought he'd take a big lead there. Zalatoris had it for the Masters last year at at over 101. He's going to get a major. He's going to tweak some parts of his game. But at least I got a little cash. And hopefully other people were able to do so based on where they it. But with Stormy, this is the big deal uh, with the PGA extended schedule now, where hours, basically year round. A lot of times in the past, you would not have players of the, especially the PGA Championship winner, playing the next week like Justin Thomas, or Jordan Spieth, or Scheffler, or Zalatoris, who obviously lost in the playoff. And I don't. I'm, I'm going to fade all those kind of guys. Could Justin Thomas go back to back? Sure. Jordan Spieth from Texas loves the courses there. Hometown favorite. Could he win absolutely after a contending a couple weeks ago at the Byron Nelson and then blowing it like he often does with some wacky putting? But I'm looking further down because, as I've talked about on this show and I talk about on my show. You have no better value betting anything, I believe, other than horse racing and golf, where you can turn a little money into a lot of money. And you look at the guys, as you mentioned, you know, Thomas 9-1, to 10-1, Smith 11-1. I mean, yes, those guys have a chance, but I want a guy that can really bring home some money for me and give me some value the week after a major where either they weren't playing in the PGA or they didn't make the cut or it was a low-stress round. And I start with my man Brian Harmon, who's had a very solid season. He's a 33-1. I think this course, Colonial Country Club, sets up well for him. Then you you know, I'm gonna look at a couple guys at 50 to 1. Sebastian Munoz just contended at the ATT Byron Nelson a couple weeks ago. And it's you know, bent Grass Green, same thing as it was at the Byron Nelson. Got him at 50 to one. Love Sebastian Munoz. I think this court sets up great for him as well. I also have Harold Varner the third. He's played some great golf recently. He contended a few weeks back. I got him at 50 to 1. And then a couple long shots, JT Poston and Emilio Grillo, that are over hundred to one or so, uh, based on where you can get him at. I, I just I love my card this week because I'm fading the guys yeah. that either contended or played high level golf at the PGA last week. And this is going to be a week run that you're gonna get a guy like last year jason kokrak one uh you know the the, the tournament, the Charles Schwab challenge. I think that's where you got to look for, especially a week after a PGA championship or a major, because in years past, you would never see guys either play the week before very often, let's say we're in bad form. We're coming off an injury or the week after. So I want to look further down, get me some value. And then maybe I'll have a couple of these guys contending uh, in the final seven, eight holes in round number four. And I could cash one out or cash, you know, half out there. That's what I look for uh, the week after a major
4: would be nice. If you could cash one of those 180 to- one types tickets but I I like a lot of what you had to say there Dan especially when you talk about Course similarities to what you're going to see out there in Fort Worth. Betters definitely need to take those things into account and the different statistics that match up with said course. Um, You know that I am a hockey junkie. What can I say? There is one game tonight. We got the Blues going head to head with the Colorado Avalanche and St. Louis on the brink of elimination. They have struggled since Jordan Bennington has gotten injured when he got crashed into in the net. Um, There's been a lot of drama in this series as well off of the ice. Do you think that Colorado gets it done today or what's your approach to betting tonight's game?
5: Yeah, by the way, you said you liked a lot of what I said. I, I, thought, I thought you liked everything that I say, so I was a little disappointed <laughs> I, there.
4: I'm sorry, I do, I love yeah, everything, you're the Storms. best, you're know the it. best.
5: This this game, uh, I've been wrong about this series, and I'll, I'll admit, I'll always admit when I'm wrong, uh, cuz I am right 80% of the time all the time. But I'll tell you this, you mentioned the injury. I thought the Blues would make this much more of a series. The Avalanche are, I think, clearly, right now, uh, overall, the best team in hockey. They've, they've looked that way for much of the year. they look looked that way in the playoffs. And I look at St. Louis down three to one, you know, getting plus 220 tonight or around that. Uh, even looking at the puck line, plus one and a half, minus 112. And this isn't like me taking the Dallas Mavericks last night at home, trying to stave off elimination, you know, get into a game five and probably lose at Golden State. This is a different scenario. It's hockey. The Avalanche are just too good. And, and when you're down three to one and you've played, you know, as poorly at times as the Blues have played. I mean, I like the Blues in the first round. I gave them out against Minnesota, but they've just not really found their, their stretch and you mentioned the injury to Bennington, which is obviously been an issue. I just look at the the Avalanche off that six to three win the last game. The Blues just having too many issues. Mm-hmm. I don't like the total. I don't like the money line. It's a stay away for me. I think the Avalanche win this series and get to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals.
4: And just real quickly, because I know you have a couple baseball plays that I want to make sure you are able to give out. Uh, if Colorado does make it to the Stanley Cup final this year, who in the East gives them the most run for their money? You think?
5: I think it's it's a great question because you look at, you know, the I, I, something is just telling me it's the Rangers. I, I The mm-hmm. Rangers, for whatever reason, I just feel like, especially when they're playing at home, I, I just think that, the I mean, the Lightning, how can you ever bet against the Lightning? All they're doing is rooting my hearts because I really like the Florida Panthers. But there's something that tells me the way the Rangers play, their style, the way they've been playing at home, what they were able to do last night, they, even that series against Carolina. I think it's the New York Rangers, Stormy. I, mean, I really do.
4: Wow, impressive. Let's see what they can do against Carolina coming up tomorrow in Game 4. Five. But okay, MLB, what do you got for us tonight on the evening slate?
5: All right, we missed one because it went off a little while ago. I did have the mirrors, but I do have two plays for you. And remember, once again, with baseball, you don't want to go crazy, but I do like the Reds. I got them at, at around minus 130. It's up to minus 160. So just take that for what it's worth. But I like the Reds at home against the Cubs. Boy, the Cubs not been very good, and their offense is just brutal. And I like the value with the Marlins getting plus, I know the, the line's gone down a little bit. I got it at 175. They're playing in the All-Florida game tonight at Tampa Bay. They've got a young guy, Potite, uh, obviously getting his, you know, he hasn't had a decision this year, but his ERA is .78. And Rasmussen's been good. He's 4-1 and one with a 2-3-3 three, three ERA, but I like the value with Miami. Don't sleep on those Marlins, the <laughs> fish. So I like the Reds, and I like the Marlins in Major League Baseball tonight.
4: You like the Reds? Said no one ever. Okay, I'm trying. Hey, to Hey, they're gonna
5: this. win a couple games, Stormy. <laughs> you gotta take it when you can. They're a favorite for the reason the Cubs suck right now.
4: No, I know, and they are a big favorite today, which is a very rare spot for them to be in minus 150 they, at the current price. Go ahead. They have
5: been okay though. I mean, they have been okay at home. Their numbers, their their win total obviously isn't good, but their numbers, based on being at home as opposed on the road, are much better. The Cubs, the Cubs just are not playing good baseball, and I, I like the Reds tonight. I really do.
4: We appreciate the time. As always, Dan, let's catch some tickets.
5: Squatch the ticket, Snormalton!
4: <laughs> there we go. That's Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast. Make sure that you download the Detroit City Cast presented by Bet Rivers anywhere that you download your podcast available to download on your own time, on your own schedule. When we come back, I've got a couple of props in my back pocket, including one actually from that Reds Cubs game, but it's on the Chicago side. It's okay if at least just one player does well. Dan can win his bet. I can win mine. We'll also take a deeper dive in the Major League Baseball slate with MLB betting analyst from DraftKings Steve. Buchanan. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bon and Tony on V the Sports Betting Network.
4: The Vison Summer Special is finally here for just $39. You get everything Vison has to offer from now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at Vison.com and you as a subscriber get access to all of it, including our guy Adam Burke and his daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel's picks and insights all the way through the NBA finals and Andy McNeil our NHL betting expert. He'll cover all the action on the ice through the Stanley Cup final. We have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and more. So if you want the full v experience, you get our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our video live stream, and more. The cost is just $39 to become a subscriber from now through July 31st. Sign up at v slash summer. Stormy Rebound and Tony with you here, live from downtown Las Vegas, my guys in the desert. Now, this segment has treated us very well since its inception, so we are going back to the prop lock and profit well a couple of prop bets that I really like coming up tonight starting in the NHL a couple anytime goal scorers worth a look Ryan O'Reilly at 240 and Nathan McKinnon at plus 120 two guys who were held off the score sheet this past game and are more than point per game producing players O'Reilly has seven goals in 10 games and 12 points this postseason McKinnon meanwhile I'm just betting this because if I don't need scores I'm gonna be so mad I keep betting him to score a goal he has not got the biscuit in the basket this series after having five and four games against nashville tonight's got to be the night then in the nba celtics heat going with the bet i've done a few times now for fun and it keeps hitting so we're giving it another go here Over 17 and a half as the largest lead in the game. Listen to these largest leads throughout this series so far. Last game, the Celtics at one point led by as many as 32. Game three, Miami by as many as 26. Game two, Celts by 34. Game one, Heat by 20. Even with the two games that had the final score being 11 or fewer point margins, we have yet to see a close game from wire to wire. And then in Major League Baseball, my last one here, Cubs Reds, Chicago's Ian Happ to get an RBI seen this price anywhere between plus 170 and plus 190, so shop around. He had a monster game one in the series with a home run and a double. Was held 0 for yesterday, so I think he gets back to form against Luis Castillo, who he's 7 for 20 lifetime against with a home run and 3 RBI. The Reds have the second worst bullpen ERA in baseball, just shy of 5, and my guy loves hitting in the great American ballpark, just shy of 1,300 career OPS in that venue with 29 RBI and 36 career games in Cincy. Give it to me! Excited to welcome in our MLB betting expert and analyst over at DraftKings, Steve Buchanan, who, by the way, was three for three with his best bets yesterday. And hmm. I know he's bringing the fire picks today. How are you, Steve?
7: Doing great. I'm going to have that song stuck in my head now for the remainder of today. Prop, block, and profit.
4: Prop, lock, and profit. It's like I'm back at
7: prom. I'm back at prom. <laughs>
4: We're back in high school. I should not be left to my own devices with segments naming rights here. Um, Let's talk a little bit of baseball. I am currently sweating out the Dodgers run line, which I believe you are as well today. What is your next favorite bet that is still to come on the slate tonight?
7: Yeah, we got to get that 0-0 zero, zero tie out of the way, get some runs for the Dodgers. But the Angels tonight going over four and a half runs against the Rangers is one of my favorite plays tonight. The Rangers are running out Glenn Otto, who's really gotten off to a rough start so far this season. He's pitched one more inning than he did all of last year. He's seen his strikeouts. Dropped dramatically going from 10.8 last year to just 6.6 per nine inning. That's a massive, massive dropout. And then we've seen a lot of uh, not as many ground balls that he's induced last year either. He was getting 44% last year, only 39% so far this season. Now, this is what really kind of brings it all together. The Angels have scored at least five runs in four of their last five games, including last night. And this is going to be the ninth time that the Angels have faced the Rangers already. Mm -hmm. They're averaging six runs per game when facing this team, and they've gone over four and a half runs in all of those games except one. So give me the angels to go over that number one more time of four and a half runs against the Rangers tonight.
6: Yeah, I
4: was going to say, Steve, even me who is terrible at math can tell that six is more than four and a half. Let's keep that rolling. Keep the runs a plenty. Another game that I was betting on getting, I was wagering whether or not I wanted to get involved in. I bet the Yankees run line yesterday. They only won by one and it was very, very frustrating for me. (laughs) I'm debating whether or not I want to get back on in on it again today because it's the freaking Orioles. Like, what are we doing here? But tell me an approach that I should take on this game if I don't want to be a glutton for punishment taking the Yankees.
7: Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously a big glutton for punishment. I never seem to stop, but I'm going to take the over the game total in this one of seven and a half. We got Tyler Wells going for the O's tonight. Who's also seen a major drop off in his strikeouts, 10.2 strikeouts per night ending last year down to 6.3. This year It has a huge drop off and the numbers on the road are vastly different than at home. He's been great at home, but that doesn't matter tonight because they're on the road where he has a 7.62 ERA and four of the five home runs that he's He's allowed. And then for the Yankees, they're calling up JP Sears. They really like him. He's one of their better prospects in the farm system. But he's only thrown 23 and two-thirds innings through his first appearance in Major League Baseball this year and triple A. So that being said, we could see the bullpen coming into this game a bit early. And over the past week, oh my goodness, they have been putrid. 7.91 ERA through 19 and a third innings over the past week. And quite frankly, the Orioles been kind of given the Yankees a little mm-hmm. bit of a fit here. They've been scoring some runs against the these relievers. So I think over seven and a half runs, I feel like that's just a run too low as of right now. So give me the over on that game total.
4: You just had to rub it in a little bit that they've been putting up all oh. those runs against them, haven't you? Oh, but yes. no, I, I like the approach to the game a lot. And it actually kind of made me think a little bit Is there a player for you right now that's absolute must-watch baseball? Because Aaron Judge is one for me. I feel like I'm constantly in awe of what he's doing. 17 home runs on the year when he holds a water bottle. It looks like it's a toy. Like, it's pretty incredible the kind of player and person he is.
7: No, that and then the the you, kind of like resurgence that Mookie Betts has been on. He wasn't in the lineup today, which is very frustrating for someone who has uh, money invested in the Dodgers. Yep. But he's just been lights out at the plate as of late, too. So I think Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, those are the top two guys in their respective leagues, too. So you got Judge in the American League, Betts in the National League. I think those are the two players right now.
4: Well, let's keep it in the Mer- in the American League East and Boston. The Red Sox taken on Chicago for some socks on socks crime. The Red Sox claimed a game one win yesterday. Yesterday, 16 to three. What's your outlook today? Lucas Giolito and Rich Hill on their respective hills.
7: Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox have been absolutely on fire and now their team total for tonight is set at three and a half runs at plus money. So, you you know, someone like me goes, woo! that looks like a great opportunity for me to jump on. But the reason is, is because they're facing Lucas Giolito, who is one of the leading Cy Young candidates in the league. But so was Dylan Cease last year, who I may have already invested in. So that wasn't great. Um, but Lucas Giolito taking the mound tonight. He's actually due for a little bit of regression. You look at his 2.84 ERA. That's nice and everything, but he has a 3.85 FIP. And we've talked about this before. And it's kind of what the ERA would look like if you strip out the defense. So he's about a run higher right now. So that means that Giolito has been getting a little bit lucky the mound with what the defense has been giving him behind him. And then this is really where it kind of pulled all this together for me. The Red Sox have been underdogs in six of their last eight games. They've won four of those games by an average of 4.2 runs And when the Red Sox have been plus 150 underdogs or higher, they are five and one on the season. So three and a half runs. You could even take the money line here at plus 150, but I like to play a little bit safer here. I think over three and a half runs is the play at plus 115 for a team that is just absolutely clobbering everything that comes their way So give me the over on their team total.
4: And I know it wasn't too long ago that we were talking about the Red Sox struggling not so much lately, right? In a six-game hot streak, winners in 10 of their last 13. And how about Trevor Story, 17 RBI, the last five games, not too shabby. What about this Guardians-Astros game? They're going to wrap up a three-game set later today. Series currently tied at one. Houston, a near $2 favorite in the bounce-back spot. What's an angle that stood out to you for this game?
7: Yeah, definitely like the Astros tonight, but I'm not paying that type of premium on that. I need to win some more bets before I start play, paying for that money. But uh, under eight and a half runs, it feels like playing this one here. Astros are the worst team in the league at hitting the over on the game total. They've only done so in 27% of their game so far. Now, to be fair, the Guardians are one of the best teams at doing this. They've done this at 54% of the games. But they're facing Christian Javier, who has been stellar when he's taken the mound for the Astros. So that, to me, is where we can really get this under here. The Astros have played 26 games this year with a game total of 8.5 runs or higher. They've only hit the over in 8 of those games. So to me, they're just not getting the over when they have these inflated totals there. Javier has started four games. He's allowed two runs or less in three of them, and he has been just as good as advertised, 2.87 ERA, 3.25 FIP. This just feels like it's just a little too high for my liking. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a 4-3 to game or something like that. So give me the under in this one, 8.5 runs, Guardians-Astros. That's your play for that game.
4: That's always a really good feeling when you feel like a number is just a little bit high or a little bit low, yep. whatever it is that works in your favor. Steve, we run out of time so quickly. I hate it. I wish I could talk to you all day, but really, really appreciate the time as always.
7: Well, I got to come on you and Steph's podcast. We can talk all day. Yes,
4: the mini pod so that you can start answering these weird questions and it's not just me and her. Roll it up. Sounds great. Let's go. I'm for it. I'm for it. We're making it happen. We will talk to you soon. (laughs) Steph, hook it up. That's Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst over at DraftKings. Also does a great job covering the NFL, so we will continue to bug him this offseason as we get set for 2022 in the National Football League. When we come back, taken by Stormy, my final plays of the evening. And Dwayne Colucci, manager of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, we're going to talk a little NHL and go behind the counter. Don't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your
0: podcasts. And the Sports Betting Network.
4: Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert, this segment brought to you by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, there's a 10-day challenge to give you that fresh start helping you walk away from the ashtray, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zin 10 Challenge. Zin nicotine pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative. They're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. And the Zin 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zin nicotine pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience with Zin after 10 days, you get your money back. So head on over to Zin.com slash 10 to take the Zin 10 Challenge. That's dot com slash T-E-N. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We are wrapping things up on the program live from downtown Las Vegas. Stormy Bon and Tony with you, and it is time for taken by stormy my favorite bets of the evening and while i know it's so hard to get involved in this heat celtics game right now i do like boston's team total to go over 103 at minus 110 regardless of the situation if you can find a lower number grab it they had 102 points on monday and we all agree that was a very wonky game outside of that they have hit 103 or higher in eight of the 10 postseason games so far even in their two losses this series hit hit the mark I see this being uh, a group that continues to hit their shots tonight and eclipses the 103 in hockey we went four for four with our hockey best bets yesterday try to keep it rolling I'm on the abs puck line I bet it yesterday at even money now it's around minus 108 and I just have one of those feelings that they close this thing out on home ice today at ball arena it's also a slight hedge of that abs in six ticket that I had of Colorado's seven wins this postseason Five have been multi-goal wins. Also considering that the two that were not went to overtime, that deterred me a bit from the 60-minute line approach. St. Louis has been just a shell of itself, it feels like, since Jordan Bennington went down. And my biggest bet of the day is the alternate total in this game over five and a half. And it is a heftier price at minus 180, so you have to pay $180 to win back 100. The Avs are averaging four and a half goals per game themselves this postseason. They've outscored St. Louis 11-5 to five the last two games since been went out and I think we see more of the same even when things have looked bleak on the total empty netters have still worked out in our favorite I have a smaller play on the over six and a half as well but my favorite bet is that alternate total let's continue to talk a little stick and puck with Dwayne Colucci manager of the rampart race and Sportsbook out in Summerlin does a great job explaining things behind the counter telling us where the money is going and as sharp as it comes with regards to the NHL how are you Dwayne
2: uh, thank you, Stormy. And uh, I'm doing well, and we're anticipating a big game tonight between the Avs and the uh, Blues.
4: Absolutely. So I just gave a little bit of my perspective and approach to how I want to bet that game. How do you view the Avs in a, a three games to one series lead right now, a chance to advance to the conference finals?
2: Yeah, their chances are superior. It's looking like to to me, Stormy, definitely. Uh, you know, once Bennington went down, you hit the nail on the head they they have become a shell of their former or you know previous series and early rounds uh games it's definitely taken its toll you saw Bennington throw the water bottle at Kadri during the uh you know interview after that game and the worst thing for them was to have Kadri score that hat trick and he lit the lamp 3 times and definitely sent a message you could tell that he's under their skin mm-hmm. uh Villeuso was the starter going into the playoff stormy but he's no Jordan Bennington during playoff uh competition we've known that and we've seen that play out and now I think Colorado has an excellent chance tonight. I would definitely be entertaining betting the puck line. I think they want to get the series over, especially with Edmonton on the cusp. You know, you don't want to make any slip ups. You want to send those right messages. And that's why we're at minus 260, uh, I believe, right now at the mm-hmm. Rampart and South Point. Six and a half. The total is shaded uh, over minus 115. And that's because of the defection of Bennington and definitely the offensive firepower that this team has brought in the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, McKinnon hasn't even been that great. Landis you know, these guys are getting ready to heat up, so it's going to be definitely very difficult for the Blues to get back in this series or even win tonight.
4: One of these days that Nathan McKinnon, anytime goal scorer prop, is going to come through for me, Dwayne. I keep betting it this series (laughs) after he had five goals in the opening series against Nashville, none so far, but I think he's due. He's due. Um, Something I found really interesting about this series, but I still can't come to get myself to bet today, even though I have been tempted. The avalanche in the regular season scored first 52 times. It was the second best mark of scoring first in the NHL in the regular season. St. Louis, despite being down as much as they are in the series, has scored first every single game.
2: It's amazing, I'll tell you the truth. And when you get off to that quick start, you definitely feel some momentum and you would think you have confidence, but Colorado loves playing with their back against the wall, similar to the Rangers, who had so many comeback wins this year, and they're still alive in the playoffs. We've seen that in the regular season. I believe they had 25 comeback wins, only second to the Florida Panthers. So when you're able to play with a sense of urgency, sometimes you excel, and definitely that's the case with the Colorado avalanche.
4: Well let's talk about that Rangers Cane series because New York ties things up in the series takes two games back at Madison Square Garden. Now we're shifting the series back to Raleigh tomorrow at PNC Arena. Carolina has been a different team on home ice in front of that Caniacs crowd. Their goal differential is staggering at home versus on the road. What's your thought process as you approach game five in that series?
2: Yeah, well, you've seen the Rangers only score one goal, like you said, uh, you know, on the road in this series. But they definitely were creating scoring chances and were able to excel at home and light the lamp very often. It seems like and also had mm-hmm. more confidence at Madison Square Garden, Stormy. But who wouldn't? I mean, I've been in that atmosphere. That crowd gets roaring and forget it. It's as loud as any place on Earth. <laughs> so, definitely, this has been a tale of two home ices, and that was the prior series as well. The Hurricanes have massive home ice advantage. You could see the scoring chances. I believe the Rangers have in- team quality scoring chances, and in the last two games, it's X inex- so, definitely, it's a tale of the home ice. I think Anthony Ronta has to play better because if and gets hot, this is a Vezina winner, mm-hmm. basically. So, uh, they could definitely ride him. You're getting now some performance at his advantage, yet, as well as Kreider. But don't count the Canes out. They definitely have to rectify that power play. They have a donut in this series. I think they're 0 for 10 or 0 for 9 on the power play, Stormy. And that definitely could play against you, just like it played against the Florida Panthers. I think guys have to get involved. Tara Vinan has to be a little more physical. Aho as well. Do not let Reeves push Domi mm-hmm. around. And, uh, you know, truba has been playing a little suspect, I have to say. Is it dirty? Uh, you know, it's borderline. But that was a wicked hit on mm-hmm. Domi. Mm-hmm. Dead, even though he was going to the ice, you could see the arms extended, Stormy. Mm-hmm. So I think the Rangers got the benefit of the calls last night. A lot of good calls went their way. And there were a lot of bad calls that went their way. I think the Hurricanes are going to be a totally different uh, team. That's why you're basically seeing us lay the number at 150 at the Rampart and South Point. Total of five and a half, undershaded minus 135. Absol- so, absolutely. So, Rampart
4: Yes. Well, that's what I was going to say. We've seen all over so far in this series and credit where credit is due not only to the defense that we have seen on both ends, but the guys in net, Auntie Ranta and Igor Shesterkin, have really lived up to the billing of this goaltender duel. Meanwhile, in the Battle of Alberta, we have not seen that in any way, shape or <laughs> form. How about the fluky goal last night from behind the blue line that gets past Mike Smith and the Oilers still
2: win? Oh. Stormy, I remember when uh, Rayel Cloutier gave up a goal like that. Oh, my a goodness. Time ago, a real long time ago. That's where I'm showing my age. So, you know, Mike Smith, he was, he was baffled. Uh, you know, I was sitting actually watching the game with my dad, and I was like, did that go in? Because I seen him <laughs> like put his hands up, and they didn't register the score, and I didn't have the uh, sound pumped up. So I, I then realized when Mike Smith was looking around that the puck actually went in. Credit though to Edmonton. I mean, Stormy, you come back from three zip and you lose that game. That's got to be a heartbreaker. Definitely. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was in the right place at the right time twice last night. Without a doubt, he fought for position on that second goal. That was an excellent goal, but I guess it was tit for tat because Markstrom gave up that real bad goal Mm -hmm. in the first 20 seconds. He like handed the puck to Nugent Hopkins and you continually see Evander Kane is playing at a top, top level. And, you know, I know a lot of Vegas Golden Knight fans are disappointed because there was a chance to acquire this guy and maybe some bad blood or ill will played in that thought process. And, you know, that gets back to the Vegas Golden Knight front office, Stormy. You know, I always question it. Was it really DeBoer or should more changes have been made? But getting back to this series, Markstrom has got to be on his best because you could see how flashy McDavid is as well as dry And now Kane, that top line has just obliterated the Kachuk-Gudrow line and they definitely have to get some production there. And, uh, you know, uh, I believe Hyman also what four straight games. Now he scored, mm-hmm. uh, got to make some defensive adjustments here. And Calgary has to thrive off that home ice advantage. And Markstrom has to play, uh, you know, top level. Mike Smith has outplayed him thus far. Other than that joke, uh, goof goal that we're saying, Mike Smith has been really, really solid.
4: Could not agree with you more. Appreciate the time so much, Dwayne.
2: Ah, uh, thank you, Stormy, and have a great day. You
4: too. That's Dwayne Pluschi of the Rampart Racing Sportsbook. And speaking of a goaltender being the former shell of him of his former self, uh, he had the best goals against average of the first round. This round, not so much. That's a wrap for my guys on in the desert. Talk to you next time.